I'm pissed that I'm the one who has to be brave as a mom sending my kids to school. Where's the bravery of Republican politicians who give lip service, say that they know better than we do? We got to address the suburban women problem because it's real. Welcome to the Suburban Women Problem, a podcast for red, wine, and blue. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us on a really dark and sad week in this country. We got together today to record an emergency episode after the shooting at the elementary school in Texas. This is the second emergency episode we've had to record this year, actually in about three weeks. So I'm Rachel Vindman. I'm Amanda Weinstein. I'm Katie Paris, and I can't believe this is the second time this month I'm joining you guys to talk about gun violence. We're recording this on Wednesday, just one day after the shooting happened. So this is all really fresh in our minds and our hearts. Are you guys okay? How are you feeling? Oh, sick of it. I think we're all sick of it because we all like know exactly what's going to happen before it even happens. It's like this weird groundhog day. We're like, oh, great. Now we get to listen to Republicans talk about mental health. And right on cue, what's the first thing they start tweeting about? Mental health, even though they've been taking away our health care and taking away access to mental health. We're all supposed to believe it. I don't even think anyone believes it. It's just what we're used to. It's this weird song and dance we're all used to. That's all bullshit. And then we have to hear about, well, is it really time to talk about this, right? They're not even, you know, in the ground yet. And you already want to bring this up. And I am so over this. I don't want a moment of silence. I want a moment for everyone to speak up. Yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah. Didn't take my kids to school this morning. I've got grandparents in town. And uh, so my parents took them. And all I could say to them was, so please just, you know, Offer an extra prayer, guys, before you drop my kids off today. That's unacceptable. I'm pissed that I'm the one who has to be brave as a mom sending my kids to school in the morning. Where's the bravery of Republican politicians who give lip service, say that they know better than we do? I'm tired of being hopeless. I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of of, of such a feeling of despair. It, it doesn't have to be this way. The United States is on its own with this level of gun violence. There are answers. Stop asking, where are the answers? Let's stop calling for people just to do something. We know what to do. All of the laws are right there, ready to be passed. I'm tired of the gaslighting. Mm, So much. I I even hate the term gaslighting because it seems like it's not enough for this situation. But it's it's all to muddy the waters. It's all meant to distract and just wait for it to blow over because the crises always blow over and they're just trying to wait it out. And I'm pissed. Well, especially because this shooting in particular is just a case closed, open shut example of how common sense gun laws could have completely changed the game. Absolutely. If we had laws in place that required checking the violent history of anyone who tried to purchase a gun first, this wouldn't have happened. He would not have been able to purchase those guns. He legally did so. Yeah. We don't need 18-year-olds who are unstable to be able to walk into a store and buy a gun, which he did. Seniors in high school should not be able to purchase a rifle. Their brains are not fully formed. Like, 
I'm barely okay with them driving a car. So like then to go to guns, no, Mm-mm. no mom out there thinks their 18 year old son should have a gun. Well, and not only that though, then we had, they always claim the scenario is that we need more guns so that we can protect kids you know, with armed security guards, more guns, more cops, more safety, more security guards. But we had cops there. Cops met him before he went in the school and it didn't work. So Katie, Amanda, how do you just just to define terms? How do you guys define common sense gun laws? What are your what are your top top things? I mean, let's just name some 18 year olds should not have a gun. If you can't buy beer, you can't buy a gun. Like, come on. Ethan's law, I think, is important to talk about. There's tons of support for it, but there's even a few Democrats who have held out on this one. This just requires that if you're going to have a gun in the home, it has to be securely stored. Gun owners agree with this. Americans across the board agree with this. Universal background checks. I think that we should be calling them violent history checks. Let's talk about what we're looking for. If someone has a violent history, they should not be able to buy a gun. Yeah, we should have red flags. So these are these are things that, you know, fully vetted legislation. These are policies that are in place in every other country that you could possibly compare us to. These things work and we can do them right now. Yeah. I'm willing to compromise, though. You want to address mental health care, too? This is a two, not an instead. You want to address that, too? Fine. Let's give everyone in this country universal access to mental health care. I'm fine with that. Let's give everyone access to mental health care right now. Let's do it. I don't see any Republicans suggesting that. In fact, they're not suggesting any more access to mental health care. It's just something that they complain about with no solutions. I just saw right before we went on here, um, Beto O'Rourke confront Governor Abbott in a press conference and say, you're not doing anything. Why aren't you doing anything? And in the background, you can hear someone say, get his ass out of here. And something like that, you know, like he's being disrespectful. No. I am tired. That's the kind of confrontation I want. That is what my mama heart wants to see is someone asking these people. I'm really trying hard here not to use the word I want to use because it's a family podcast. Asking these people to their face, don't back down because you know who won't? The media is not asking. Mm -mm. So if it's going to take a fellow candidate or whatever, Ask them damn questions. Yes. Why aren't you doing anything? They're doing nothing. And then even when they complain about bullshit, like, fine, we need more cops. You going to raise taxes for that? Are you going to raise taxes? I'd love to hear that. Come on, let's say it. You going to raise taxes for more cops? Because they're not. So what does that mean you're going to do? Defund our schools so that we can bring more cops into our schools? Like, are you kidding me? No one ever presses on them. Mental health care, great. What mental health care are you willing to give? And again, you willing to raise taxes for that? Right. I don't see anyone pressing them as much as they should be pressed like Beto did. Beto, absolutely. We should all be pressing them over and over again. Over and over. What are you going to do? I'm so sick of talk. I don't care who you are. Like the talk of like, oh, mental health care and oh, whatever it is. You know, no, I want to see you do something. And if you're not doing anything as a politician who has the power on both sides, move over so someone else can do it. Yes. I mean, if you can't get it done and you've had years and years of being a leader, whether it's the minority or majority, and you haven't done anything, then maybe you need to step aside. We need some fresh ideas. Yep. And just so happens, coming in November, we've got the opportunity to push some people aside. This issue needs to be front and center in the midterms. It's yet another blatant example of the extremism that we're seeing coming from Republicans. They are mandating that 
women be pregnant and forcing birth. They are mandating that we send our children to school every day simply on a prayer that they're going to make it through another day. This is a new level of extremism in the post-Trump era. It is our responsibility representing a constituency out there that everybody wants to know how are suburban women going to vote in 2022. Guns can no longer be an issue. This needs to be just like baseline, Mm -hmm. just baseline. Like, are you a mainstream candidate representing Americans? You know, just like, do you pass that basic test? Do you respect a woman's right to decide, leave that between her and her doctor? Do you believe that America should be as safe as all the other countries in the free world when it comes to gun violence? Do you believe that parents, you know, for all this, we've heard about the Parents' Bill of Rights going all around the country. Just give me one thing. Let me be able to send my children to school every day with the peace of mind that they are not going to be gunned up. We have seen a trend in, in, in Ohio alone that now you can, we have a mass shooting and a response. Now you can conceal carry without a permit, without a, even a permit, you can conceal carry. Like we have seen guns be less restricted and easier access in certain states, not all states, but in certain states like Ohio. And we've seen more mass shootings and more gun deaths as we've loosened these restrictions. And we need to talk about the things that these states have done and the consequences. And by the way, in Ohio, where we have a governor's race this year, we have a Republican incumbent governor running who likes to fashion himself as a moderate. This is one issue among many in which he is extreme. Yes. I mean, he he did, you know, sign that bill into law for concealed carry, stand your ground, all these laws making our kids less safe, endangering them directly, making them vulnerable to being massacred at school. Yep. So I don't want to hear any more about how people like Governor Mike DeWine, they're not as bad. They're not as bad. We need to hold them to a baseline level here. Yep. And that's it. Like I was sick, like the lip service, like I don't listen to what that politician says. You can Google what they have done. And if they have done nothing, they need to go. Thank you. I don't care what you what you say or what you think. I want to know what you've done. And if you haven't done anything, then move out of the way because we'll get someone else. Because what do we have to lose? You've done nothing. We'll try someone else. It can't get any worse than it is now. I mean, look at Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeting about mental health care. Jim Jordan, what the stuff he tweets, tweets about. Like, how do people still listen to that? That's what I want to know. That's my biggest struggle. Every single day. I actually talked to Amanda about it yesterday. I think we had a conversation. I don't find any sincerity in what they say, whether it's politicians whether it's even people that I know, like you can't say that life matters and and they're concerned about what their children are being exposed to in books and in the classroom and teaching, et cetera, et cetera, and then not want some form of, of gun control. It doesn't make sense to me. Same. You cannot go protest Planned Parenthood with signs and not give a shit when a seven-year-old dies. I, I, the tolerance level I have for that is just gone. It's gone. It, it's impossible for me to want to engage. And I hate that because I believe in meaningful engagement, but it's so disingenuous. And I just don't, I have to break through that myself before I can go out and fight. And I think that's really my struggle. You know what? I think some of the struggle is as a mom. 
Right. So the struggle I hear with people who are adamantly supporting the Second Amendment in a way that takes away our right to life uh, are really scared. They're scared that someone is trying to take their gun away and their gun is their protection, right? They're scared. But at some point as a mom, you're kind of like, get over if you're scared because our number one goal shouldn't be to make you feel better. It should be to protect our kids. And I'm sorry that you're scared. Maybe you should see someone about your how scared you are. But right now we need to protect our kids and they're more important than you're a little scared. We might take your gun away because the truth is, you know, we're not trying to take your gun away. We we're fine that you went through and got your background check. We're fine with that. What we're not fine with is an unstable 18-year-old getting a gun. And we also have to keep in mind that their intent always is to exhaust us, is to put us into a place of throwing up our hands and just saying, all I can do is hold my child at night. And please have no doubt, we will be holding our children tighter tonight. Yes, always. But we know it can't end there. It will not end there. But having that awareness that that is exactly their intention to make us give up, to wear us out, that's how we lose our democracy. That's how we lose our freedom. Yeah. And that is what they claim ultimately they want to protect. But with every single one of these shootings, we are less free. That's a good point. We're less free to go to school. We're less free to go to church. We're less free to do our grocery shopping. We're less free to live our lives, to go to the movies. We are less free. I get the freedom argument. We aren't there. You're taking that away. Well, the number one cause of death among children in the United States is gun violence. It's surpassed, um, you know, vehicular deaths uh, as the number one cause of death among children. And now it's gun violence. And I think we have to ask ourselves, why do we continue to allow this to happen? And moms just have to take the lead. I feel really strongly in that. Can we just say straight up that like there needs to be a litmus test on this? I know we like to say, you know, let's all be reasonable. I don't have a litmus test. There's no purity test on any issue. But can we just say that there should be one here? You know, this isn't like a both sides, you know, argument here. This is about making Americans more free by giving us the right to be able to live our lives every day knowing that we can be safe from massacre, from our children being massacred. So are you with us or not? And you can't have my vote no matter how many other things that you say or claim to do. Because there are people who believe these things, guys. It doesn't have to be hard. There are people who will believe what you believe and be able to pass this litmus test. It's not a difficult thing. So it's you don't have to trade off anything to have this. That I, I think that's excellent, Katie. Excellent. Because we do not have to give it up. And and I, I just wanna in addition to the nineteen children who were killed in Texas yesterday, there was a child less than two miles from me, a nine year old girl, who was the victim of gun violence of um young adolescent boys, and she was an innocent victim as well. So to her family um, and her loved ones, you know, who are hurting today as well. This is not something, just something that happens. And I'm sure there are many like her around the country that also suffered and they're not, no one's talking about them. They don't get any news stories whatsoever, but it happens every single day in our country. It's painful to start this conversation. It's painful to end it, but we know the reality is it, it doesn't end. Here's what I want. I want them to do what they did with Roe. Put it to a vote. 
Even if it goes no, every person that votes no on universal background checks, they should be expecting a scathing ad against them and the blood of those children and the next children. That's on their hands. Right now is the time to talk about it. Like the moments of silence, I am over because guess what? It will happen again. We all know this. Not one person is arguing that this will not happen again. No one, not even the Republicans. So now this is a race. It will happen again. And the clock is ticking right now. We are in a race to see if we can do anything to stop it. All right, suburban women of America, we're wide awake now. Let's do just what Amanda says. Hold some feet to the fire. Oh, so thank you again for joining us. If you haven't already listened to episode 19, please check out my interview with Shannon Watts of Moms Demand Action. Moms Demand is a grassroots organization of moms fighting for common sense legislation to prevent gun violence. If you want to get involved, now is the time to get involved, ladies. Text ACT, A-C-T, to 64433. Thanks again. Stay safe. Reach out to someone if you're struggling, and we'll see you next week on another episode of The Suburban Women Problem. The Suburban Women Problem was created by Red, Wine, and Blue. Our executive producer is Beverly Batt. Our producer and editor is Amy Thorstenson. Our video producer is Ashley Hufford. And our production coordinator is Drew Amstutz. If you're ready to be part of the suburban women problem, head over to redwine.blue and sign up for our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.